You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax and let's chat. Hey there. So it's hilarious now, but like most of my stories, it was not so awesome at the time. So here's our first Holy Hot Mess Mom story. So I'm going to take you back to December of 2016. My then nine-month-old baby isn't sleeping more than two hours at a time. She won't soothe for anyone but my boob. My husband is deployed and in a dangerous place. I'm snowed in in New York literally can't leave my driveway because it's a sheet of ice and I'm battling some really awful postpartum depression and anxiety. Pretty sure it was mostly because of the sleep deprivation, but still awful nonetheless. So the baby has been sick for almost a week. So I have to cancel my son's third birthday party because I can't bring her around all these other kids while she has a fever. And that would be a total jerk move. So on the day of the party, I decided to just throw in the towel on a whim pack all of our humans and pets and things and run off to my parents' house near Pittsburgh, which is a seven-ish hour drive. This seven-hour drive takes 11 freaking hours. I'm exhausted. The baby screamed bloody murder the entire time. My son, three years old, is confused as to why his party is supposed to be today, but now isn't. And I'm just clearly winning all the battles. We get to my parents' house and it really doesn't get any better. I have help, but I'm still the only one who can get up and nurse this baby a million times a night. Plus, now we're in this beautiful, not really childproofed house with all these beautiful things my mom and dad have collected over the past 35-year military career. So I am like totally on edge because I'm afraid my kids are going to break and screw up something else on top of all the other stress. My dad, who can be like super fun grandpa, is all obsessive and freaking out about this Turkish rug and my kids. So he's had this Turkish rug for about 25 years. It's kind of coming apart at the tassels anyways, but because the baby's pulling at it, my son's pulling at it, it's beautiful, but he's obsessing over this thing that is kind of ancient. My mom even says they fall off when she vacuums and not to worry if the kids tug them, but my still, my dad is still having a fit about it over and over and over again. So after hearing him fret so many times, I've had enough and I just roll the stupid thing up and move it out of the way so that they can roll it back after we leave. Problem solved. So the baby is still screaming bloody murder till two days later on my son's actual birthday. So I take her to urgent care right down the road from my parents. They suspect either pneumonia or UTI. Both would be awesome, clearly. But unfortunately, they can't take care of such a small human at urgent care because they can't do a cath on a little baby. So they send us to a hospital nearby to get x-rays and to catheter. The x-rays come back completely clear, the urine positive for a UTI. So I've got this little screaming baby who probably for over a week now has been screaming and I haven't brought her around other people because I thought she was contagious. 
but she has a UTI. So of course we were at the ER for like six hours for them to find this out. And when we were at the ER, I walk out afterwards and bam, surprise blizzard. I am not kidding. Like I can't make this up. We walked in and it was perfectly fine. Worked, walked out like four inches of snow. So we drive from the hospital to the grocery store slash pharmacy near my parents' house. And because I packed in a fear in a fury to get to my parents' house, I didn't pack enough dog food. So I grabbed some cheap dog kibbles and bits while waiting for the baby's prescription antibiotic. You can probably see where this is going. So it turns out the prescription they prescribed is not in stock at the pharmacy. They have to call the doc, get him to fax a different type that they do have. The fax comes over. Dosing seems to be wrong based on her weight. Now the pharmacist has to call back, get the doc to look at the dosing and refax. Cue two hours in the grocery store slash pharmacy while the snow is getting worse and worse. Only bonus is because I missed the entire day of my son's birthday and I canceled his party for my daughter having a non-communicable illness, I decided to grab a cake for his birthday. But being 12 days from Christmas, the only ones they had were cake with Christmas trees on them. So clearly I'm winning the mom game. While the prescription is finally getting processed, a police officer walks by and in this tiny town, everyone is chatting him up. He proceeds to tell us all that the safer, less windy, less steep road to my parents is blocked by an awful accident from icy roads. And it's going to be hours before it's cleared. So I call my dad. He assures me that there is no safe way for me to drive my forward wheel drive midsize SUV up the mountain in this ice and snow and not crash during the seven mile windy road. So he hops in his truck to come rescue us. My daddy gets there and talks to the manager about how we have to leave my car there. The manager's totally awesome about it. We moved the baby's car seat to dad's truck and we hit the road. LJ is absolutely stoked about his Christmas tree cake. He actually still talks about it to this day. He's almost five. So that was about the only win of the day. So the day, a day or so goes by, we get my car from the grocery store. Now it's bedtime. I lay Lane down in the bed. He and I are sharing and I put the baby in her crib. She's screaming bloody murder because that's her thing. And as she finally comes down, I jump in the shower. A few minutes into my shower, I hear the baby absolutely screaming on the monitor. Seriously, you've been asleep for 10 minutes. Why are you screaming is what I'm thinking. So I peek at the monitor. Lane is in the crib with her. In the crib. He decided to just jump on in and have a snuggle. I'm not proud of this, but I busted into that room in a towel and absolutely lost it yelling, crying. And I decided right then that we're leaving the second I get up the next day, my parents and their help was awesome, but not being in our own home was somehow making everything absolutely worse. So the next morning around 3am, I wake up and feed the baby, stay awake and pack the car while everyone else is asleep. I go first, take the load out to my car and swish step in dog diarrhea right on the floor mat of my parents' garage door. Okay, so clearly Gunner, my 75-pound German Shepherd, who I gave the crappy kibbles and bits dog food to when he's used to the expensive grain-free grass-fed stuff, had to poop in the middle of the night and waited politely at the back door to be let out. And when nobody let him out, he pooped. Totally not his fault. Disgusting, but not his fault. 
So I go to the laundry room. I wash my foot off in the sink. I wash as much of the mat as I can, throw it in the laundry and proceed to hand mop the spot on the floor by the garage. That was disgusting, but it's over. Back to the packing. I'm walking upstairs to gather more things. Notice dog poop at the door to the sunroom, the other exit of the house. So now clearly by thinking someone would let him out, no one did. So he pooped there again. So now I begin the cleanup process again. Did I mention how awful this all smelled like? Disgusting. Poop doesn't sound good, but sick poop smells really, really, really bad. It was awful. It's still 4 a.m. And this has just been the best day already, clearly. I'm getting everything finally together and I'm about to wake the kids to leave. And now it's about 5 a.m. My dad is sleeping on the couch and I notice he's unrolled his precious Turkish rug. He couldn't even wait until we left. I get closer to try to see if it, there's any toys or anything that I missed. And the overwhelming smell of poop hits me again. I wonder where that poop is. Yep. You guessed it. My dog crapped right in front of my father on the 25-year-old Turkish rug he holds on a pedestal. Apparently, dad unrolled it. Gunnar stood in front of him, probably moaning or something to let him out. And when dad didn't wake up, Gunnar couldn't hold it anymore. Cleared hot for turkey, apparently, drops his deuce right on the Turkish rug. My dog had the largest diarrhea poop of the evening, not two feet from my dad sleeping on the couch on his beautiful old heirloom Turkish rug. And he didn't even wake up to any of this. He was still sleeping on the couch. I just, well, first of all, I was just dreaming how nice it would be to just sleep that soundly. But also, like, this could have been prevented like 8,000 ways. So anyways, the moral of the story is I will never buy Gunner kibbles and bits ever again. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.